0: Hi, I'm Kate Thomas, owner of North and Leisure. I help travelers and travel pros plan custom itineraries to Ireland, Scotland, and Atlantic Canada.
1: And I'm Heather Christopher, owner of Heather Christopher Travel Consulting. I help time starved couples and families plan seamless vacations.
0: This is the true story of two travel professionals with over 20 years of experience that agreed to start a podcast.
1: Find out what happens when we air the behind the scenes. This is Travel Pro Theory.
0: Hey guys this is a travel pro theory and today we are doing a listener questions episode i think this uh, is like three like,
1: yeah. yeah
0: oh yeah, you, yeah. Did you put it up there
1: sorry part part three, <laughs> <laughs> part, three. part these three. are always kind of these are definitely our favorites so as that we always be. say like keep these coming um we're gonna cover as much as possible today. We these always give us good topic ideas too. So we have another we'll do another episode specifically on we're gonna call it like the F's, fams and fees. Um, because that was a question that comes up a that lot. Just so
0: makes me wanna curse so badly when you say the Fs. <laughs> Fucking Fams, Fucking right. fees. <laughs> That's true. earmuffs. Sorry, children. Sorry. Apologies. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. This right. actually, this question I got super excited about when somebody okay. um, put it in, which is what makes people make the decision when buying travel? Yeah. I was really excited about this because I think there is definitely a lot of psych. I mean, I'm obviously not the first person to say that. There's studies done of like all the psych behind selling and yeah. marketing and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I think that this goes back to... This is kind of funny because this ties into our conversation, um, the episode we just recorded about... Yeah,
0: I know. I was just thinking, of like, what order are we releasing these? Because it does totally tie back into what we were just... It really does, yeah. Discussing. Where
1: we feel like there's a huge um, crowd, I don't know what to say, population of the travel industry that doesn't know how to sell. And that... We said it in that episode, but like that is a natural thing that either you either have it or you don't. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you have to sell just like I do or like Katie does. But you have to know what your strengths are and where your weaknesses are in selling. That if yeah. it's just not clicking for you, it pro- you should probably move to a different sector of the industry.
0: Yeah, like there's no right or wrong way to sell, but at the end of the day, this is a sales job, so you do need to be able to close a sale
1: um, and make money. Yeah, um, make there's money. plenty of free resources out there um, talking about selling. There's podcasts, uh, you know, whatever out there. But in terms of like selling travel, I think what we're gonna try to go through today in terms of this question is like key things we think, or key things we know we hear from clients, mm-hmm. and Katie hears via via advisors about clients that tell us what is probably gonna happen at the end of this, yeah. whether it will close yeah. or it won't close. Um, to set yourself up for success, I, I still do a phone call. I actually really prefer a FaceTime call or Zoom call, Google Hangout, whatever. Obviously, if you can meet in person, that's great. But I do think that is step A and getting this locked and loaded. Set yeah. yourself up for success. Talk to them on the phone or whatever you know methodology you want to use. I do know just from seeing on a lot of your uh, websites, some of you do the call first and then have them fill out a questionnaire um, I personally do the questionnaire and then a call because I want to kind of vet them before I, I just don't, I'm pretty limited in time, as most of us yeah. are, but um, that's how I do it. I know Katie well, does it that way, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. I think that gives you the, um, and, and for anyone listening who knows, the it's like no secret, um, that I, I prefer written communication versus the phone um but obviously if i'm working like directly with a traveler i definitely do the call up front um but if if you're that person too where like maybe the call side of things is not your strongest uh suit i would recommend actually doing the questionnaire first because that gives me like all of my context and material that i feel fully prepared before i jump on that call and then i'm ready with questions
1: yeah i that i agree and i i think that's just you have to know how how you connect with people better. Um, I think it it doesn't shock me. And of course, Katie and I both come from the school in terms of being travel advisors. Like the only way I talked to people was by phone when I started. Mm-hmm. Email was not just just not being used as regularly, and yeah. my boss certainly certainly didn't want me using it. So. I always like the phone rang. I had to pick it up. I had to take the information. I had oh, to discern yeah. the information, and like <laughs> yeah. that was that was how I did it. Um,
0: yeah. So it's I actually so funny. don't think that's it's like. A- Oh, I was just thinking, but it just totally reminded me of my old days. Like that was such a rite of passage. Like it was such a relief to not be the new girl anymore after a while, because that was like the new person, you don't know how to sell yet.
1: So guess what you get to do? Answer every phone call. <laughs> yeah. That's how you learned, right? And yeah, it's then totally how you learned. oh my gosh, I remember my boss getting mad at, we had an assistant and we were trying to teach her to sell and she didn't go on to sell, which is, she's great at what she does now. And it's just funny. I look back. I'm like that poor girl. We tortured her, and she was never gonna like <laughs> make it. And then, of course, it like turned away clients. Like it, I just feel so yeah. bad thinking about it now. I'm like oh man, it's such but a I actually good. Think but it's, it's a good. It's have, a good skill. So if you're doing that like, first and you're brand yes. new, I actually applaud you even more. Yeah. Because I know oh, the rest 100%. of us are telling you, put your form, put your form. But you know what? When you're just learning Do how you. to talk to yeah. people. I'm yep. actually really proud of you guys who do that because that it does A take balls and B, yep. like and yeah, it's it's not an easy thing and then to have to it's a great way to practice selling your value.
0: Hey, yes. yeah. Well thanks for you calling. This is what I do. Here's the
1: process. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here it makes you it mm-hmm. forces you to get more comfortable and more comfortable. And then with that, you will be more comfortable eventually charging a fee when it's appropriate. When when yeah, you've had that's that. It. You know the credibility ex- and the experience
0: yeah that was exactly what i was thinking i mean well um, i'm sure we'll cover this one on the fee episode but yeah my that was my exact same thought process as you were talking there like when you have to explain that your rationale for charging a fee over and over and over again like that is a confidence builder that will serve you in the long run it will for sure. absolutely and even though like admittedly like calls are not not my fave thing mainly in the interest of time to be honest um like sorry if my you know what I mean if, if for some reason like email disappeared tomorrow like I'd be fine I could still sell the phone that's no big deal so it is an important uh, skill set
1: Ooh, I like that I was gonna say that's a good a good thought process there like email is gone tomorrow mm-hmm. if your email's down are you gonna be comfortable yeah. picking up the phone
0: I think that's an important um, question to ask for like all parts of your business like if email disappears are you okay uh if you can't Get on a call uh, can you still close on an email if you don't have social media tomorrow if instagram goes down again Ooh, I are love you gonna this. be okay i love this one
1: <laughs> i'll be <Break> fine free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, i was like break free <gasps> yeah um okay so yeah. that's step a and you know how do people make the decision they, they yeah, need to connect okay. you with you if they. Let's go to the basics of like they're reaching out 90% Mm -hmm. of the time because they need a human. They are not finding Mm -hmm. what they need online, whether it's a time problem, a resources problem, Uh, whatever. Like There's a reason that they're like, you know what, I need a human being involved. I'm sick of looking at this online, whatever the case is. Um, Right. Now, I will say there is, it's actually probably more than 10%, to be honest, because I feel like I hear this a lot from you guys. And I remember this... From when I first started, where people would call, and be like, "I found this online, and <laughs> I want to know." Sorry, like this is a Pamela Biggers moment where she, oh where she gives it a voice. I'm this so sorry. Is so That's funny. Now
0: I'm, really enjoying, I'm, I'm sorry. really enjoying
1: it. I'm really enjoying it. Oh,
0: God, I shouldn't talked to her this now. morning. I, sh- I shouldn't have laughed <laughs> because I, re- I wanted to keep going. <laughs>
1: no. Anyways, oh god, and they call and they so kindly say.
0: <laughs> um, I'm honestly, like, the, imagining one of my parents' friends doing this. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: with that voice,
1: you know. Sorry. That uh, we, was terrible. We saw this. God forgive we me. We saw this.
0: Yeah. We saw oh, this Lordy. online,
1: and we just want to know if we can beat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we I want you to beat it the, and match it.
0: On the internet. On the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, God, we're going to hell. Oh, um, <laughs> well, at least
0: we'll, together, <laughs> at least we'll be
1: together, friends. At least we'll be together. I like to think of myself as a nice Christian girl. And then those bitches, oh, its head. I'm blaming talk- like, talking to Pamela Pivens this morning. And she had yeah, me Pam. dying laughing. <laughs> um, anyways, oh, and she used to say stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> she was, I <laughs> have to share. <laughs> it's actually it me made
0: me laugh hard miss thinking so of
1: cool. Pam. She was like, Heather, I figured out why I couldn't get this client to send me the passport photo of her husband. I got it and I jumped back.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Imagining
1: imagining Sam saying that is like killing me. I'm sorry. I (laughs) know. Like, none of you even know who she is, but oh, God. She's the best. She's just the best. She's so um, sweet. She's so she's sweet. She's just so funny. She's just so real and funny. Oh, and she actually, God. that woman t- sells easily 2 million plus a year. She kills it. She is the best way of connecting with people. Yeah, I am very does. lucky to have learned from her. Uh, she is anyways, she's
0: great with people. She really is. That, that's God like her, her super, she is so good amazing. She's a phone person. She's one like, if, if, oh my if her computer burns down, she's fine. She's, she's good, f- good go. She's go. She'd actually be the happiest <laughs> woman on this planet. Oh, she's yeah, like, she'd she'd like, good, like, good, good riddance done with that oh don't my have to gosh. check that anymore
1: <laughs> she actually she'd be great to like get on here but like how do you so I don't know if she could articulate what she does though because she is that yeah I don't mo- know like, it's but, but I feel like if
0: you like if anyone like heard her they'd they'd get it immediately though you know what I mean because she just connects with people <sighs> She is a way right she away she's a way of like making people believe it yeah and understand that I wish it I had and-
1: I Um, I,
0: I feel like I could say this because I honestly don't think that she'll listen to this but like Heather knows this well like Pam is one of the few people that like because she always calls even though I prefer email and she knows it and I know it and it doesn't matter I'll still answer her calls and like every time I'm always like Pam can you send this to me and then it's like it doesn't matter within 30 seconds i'm like dying laughing and i'm happy to be talking to her and i'm gonna do whatever she asks it's like it literally is a superpower like i get off the
1: phone i'm like what just happened here what <laughs> that's happened? how she gets people to buy they don't even know what yeah. they don't even have any clue but she's just, also just very say yes. good at matching people she is so so good at yeah. matching people at knowing what they need at knowing what they, oh god mm, she's mm-hmm. she's a genius she doesn't That's even true. know it. actually because
0: she she'll she'll come to me sometimes and like literally doesn't even have specifics on them she's like put me together something similar to these people and then she'll just sell it i'm like oh. Yeah, right. she's she's you a powerhouse yeah girl is Shut a powerhouse ha-
1: and funny as all get out oh god yeah oh, that she was is. sorry that was like a tangent anyways <laughs> okay so um. when did people make the decision like how yes I, now i forget the question <laughs> now I yeah, can't even what, remember uh, what the exact question was. I'm going it back was, to find it. was. Let me open What it makes up. people uh, make the decision when buying travel? Yes. That was it. Okay.
0: So to me, the answer to this is always it is not a rational decision. This is an emotional decision. I think that applies to everything people buy, right? Like it has right. to speak to speak to an emotion. Like Heather was saying, I think that's, that's one reason when you're working directly with a traveler, like to get on a call because you're going to pick up on those signals and pick up on the, the languages. But it all comes down to like, what are they really, why are they looking for this trip? Is it an occasion? Like, are they celebrating something? Do they need to escape? Is it a time to reconnect with themselves, with their family? Is this, um just a tradition they go somewhere every year they're looking for something new like what is it that they're really looking for and if you can get to that then then you're going to be able to to give them something they'll buy
1: yeah that's i think yeah like why why do they need you why do they think they need you Mm -hmm. what what are they not finding what problem are you solving for them Mm mm-hmm yeah. And it doesn't... Totally. I think that people put a lot of pressure on that. It doesn't have to be some big, long thought out answer. Mm-mm. Just what problem Mm-mm. are you solving? It could be very basic. I don't have time to research this. I don't want to yeah. be in charge of this. I can't I find what, what I seem it. to be looking for. Yeah. I don't uh-huh. want to think about it. I want this to yep. be stress free. Whatever the whatever yeah. the case is. Um, yeah. So knowing... So A, it's like set yourself up for success and the fact that get you have to connect with them then find Mm -hmm. out when you're connecting with them what is it that you're what what are their pain points what do they hate about travel what do they hate about planning travel um shoot i had a really i had a thought and put those questions
0: on your form like you have it on your form i have something similar on my form like you'd be surprised people will will they are very forthcoming with that information like mm-hmm. what what mm-hmm. what their concerns are with traveling and if you can address those concerns you're halfway there
1: amen i also think i wanted to try to pull hopefully my memory will work um some pull some examples of things that people tend to say when and then i know what way mm. the conversation is going or i know what right, way the right. the transaction for lack of a better word is is going yeah. to end um Typically, like signs that it's not ending well, a if they try to get you off the phone. Okay, I'll yeah. talk to my significant other. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just send that follow up email. That's like email. the ultimate uh-huh. excuse. I'm All
0: gonna right, discuss it out. with so and so. Bye.
1: Yeah, yeah. that re- it really is. That I don't. Yeah. I can't think of many instances. I remember more. I only remember the ones that didn't didn't close that ended in that conversation. Um, yeah. That like in the and that's and I want to clarify based on my process like that that is happening at the beginning when I'm on that call with them yeah and I typically yeah. probably know in my gut too right away because we'll start talking and I'll be like uh that's not really either what I do or we're not on the same page about what you yeah. what you're going to get from me um and sometimes unfortunately that's no matter how much information I've put out there and given to them so that they can stop themselves from contacting me yeah that they still do yeah yeah and then yeah. you know we have to take the time to do the phone call, and we find out that yeah, this is really just not. It's just not work. A, not a fit. It's not. I think that's an that's an important point though, because like I think that's actually true. If
0: if if you are not a good work style fit, like if if someone comes to Heather and it's not a match for what they do, or someone comes to me and it's really not a match for what I do, like oh man it's it's kind of not worth, like you're much better off like as we say all the time like sending that out recommending it out to someone who does that really well and it will be a good fit because you're kind of fighting an uphill battle and it's mm. it's not going to be really good for you or for them
1: exactly and you'll hate yourself yeah. yep <laughs> you'll Yeah, side note you this will this will be awful and decide how many months you have to deal with that for uh, oh God, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Say yes to a trip that's a year out that you didn't really want, and tell me how you feel about it in twelve months. Gosh.
1: <laughs> I think something I really want to pick apart here a bit is because I've I've experienced it more and more in the last two years or year and a half or so yeah. is that I'll have clients that are really struggling to make final decisions. So I've oh, this yes. year I've really focused yeah. on because and I believe we've talked about it before on some episodes, but where like my. Closing rate or uh, the closing, not rate, but like time frame. What yeah. What's called? Like to close? I don't know. Sales cycle? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Pl- whatever you want to call window? it. Closing window? I don't know. Thank you. There you go. That sounds right. That sounds right. Um, we'll go with that. <laughs> used to be probably like on average less than two weeks for a custom yeah. itinerary. And now I would say it's easily. Four to eight weeks. Like mm-hmm. I would definitely yeah. say it's somewhere between there. maybe six. We could just go with six to give it a median, and that is much slower than I was I think used that's, to.
0: Um, I think that's across the board too. I'm seeing that from most of the travel advisors I work with right now,
1: which is fascinating. So I've had to re—I've revamped how I've done things, and I've seen people talk about this in Amico's group on Facebook too. Because okay. We need to get, we need to, this needs to be happening faster. It's not always Mm going to work, obviously, but Mm -hmm. you know, you want to take the time to grab them when they're ready. Right. So I think that you have to, so I've started giving deadlines, get this back to me in three days. Um, And then following up in three days, do you need more time? And then I actually have one couple right now I'm thinking of that we have, we've been all over the board, we've had some uh, changes in dates and stuff, and I've been like, here's what we're doing. You were, yeah. do- I realized they needed me to be in control. She couldn't yeah. handle another decision, which is understandable. Um, in some cases, I feel like that when it comes to a lot of things in my life. I'm like, if I'm paying you, just make the decision.
0: I'm, yeah. I'm telling yeah, you, tell I trust you, to make do. the
1: decision. Yeah. Yep. Um, and she was a great example of that. So I had to kind of like reroute my thought. I'm like, no, no, no. All right. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And they they were good to go. They bought. They just needed me to step in and say, yes, this is great for you. And I feel really good about this. I wouldn't obviously not sell something that I didn't feel good about because that's not going to end well for anybody. Um, But I also think I I knew my memory wouldn't work how I wanted it to. I'm trying to pull certain conversations out of my brain of like, this is how I know I'm either good to go. I mean, you can. So,
0: this is not something I, I, I really see too much on my side because I'm so specific in my destinations. But I, this is something we talk about all the time that you see a lot, which is, and I think it's indicative of exactly what you're saying. Like a client who maybe is struggling to make a decisions, they're struggling with FOMO, they want everything to, like, okay but is this the right thing for this right now and just like paralyzed mm-hmm. by that decision um, and i think that one of the things is because whenever you call me and you're like i got a new thing and they're looking at like three destinations it's like oh god (laughs) (laughs) like great okay (laughs) especially when they're vastly different not like three caribbean islands which one are we going to it's like okay we're looking at japan and ireland and also uh costa rica (laughs) what are we gonna do yeah (laughs) i have had a couple of those lately Yeah, so I think that like that's one thing you can look for. It's like if they're really all over the place, like I think that kind of speaks to people's fear of not making the right decision, of yes. missing out. Of there's also certainly an element of okay, all of our all of our friends are going to be watching this trip on Instagram. Where are we going? Is it going to be the best?
1: Um, yeah. And you have to give them, especially, you know, if they're hiring it, like, you have to give them the confidence that that they are picking. Yes, totally. The yeah, right gotta, thing. Yep, yep. And that based you're discerning that based on everything they have told you. And you yeah. just, it, it really is, like, some of it is about kind of coaching them and making them feel mm-hmm. confident. Hey, uh, that destination is still going to be there. It's, yeah. it's not going away. That's it. Um, yeah, I say that very lightly after I feel like every after um, I know Notre Dame, and I'm like, yeah. But the reality is, like, I can't live worrying yeah, you, about yeah, that yeah, not you, being you there. You can't make
0: your you can't make your plans on
1: that, and then also.
0: I mean, you know this. You know this better than I do, actually, because you're you're dealing more uh, like all client facing, whereas I'm more behind the scenes. Is, you know, sometimes being a travel advisor is a little bit of a like you're playing the role of a therapist a little bit. Like you're gonna be okay. We're gonna make the right choice. Yes. It is a vacation. It is not life or death. Like you will go and you will have fun. And in uh, next year or the year after that, you're going to go to this other place and it's going to be great. You know, it's kind of, it's, you kind of have to set people up for success in that way. I think like set them up to be like, yeah, you're going to enjoy it. So just take a breath. So stop. Yeah. Stop freaking out that you're not going to yeah. to the right yeah. place. Like I'm not, I'm not uh, going to send you anywhere shitty. So let's assume this is going to be a good vacation. Now, what do you want to do? <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> right? Like let's move forward. <laughs> I think it's interesting too. Um, like what? What makes people make the decision? Uh, mm-hmm. People who are s- how do I how do I say this? Not I don't want to say people who are solely based on price because there are people who are obviously price conscious and they're still going to make a decision, um, right? Like that are like well this is what we've this is how much money we've saved and here's what we have. But people who have no budget are not making decisions. They're not ready to travel. No, if they tell you have yeah. no, they have no budget or they're flexible budget that doesn't mean anything no nope. it, me- it might not mean that they are not going to buy something it just means that they actually haven't thought about it enough and that's a clue to me that they're not ready yeah yeah then they i'm doing more basic the, education
0: yeah they haven't thought through the process enough that they're like they whether like regardless of their financial situation right whether they have plenty disposable income or not if they haven't mentally prepared to spend you know 15k on the trip but they're telling you that that's okay they're not gonna say yes to it that's like that's them just seeing what that would look like like they're still in the beginning stages exactly.
1: they're just shopping and you know what mm-hmm. they can do all that research online I mean if if mm-hmm. they're gonna pay you and do it great but like and or and I, I mean, even to- if you can even if you can get to that process
0: like if you if you kind of know that's where they're at um which like this is something I do educate them yeah educate them this is like a chance for education so this is something I do especially because my clients primarily being advisors so I'm not charging a fee like you know me vetting someone out is primarily about like time savings like I have to know where they're at in the process because I spend the same amount of time up front if it books or if it doesn't so if I think that someone's just in that phase where they kind of want to know what they could get, and that's fair information, you know what I mean? Like they want to know yeah. like, okay, if, if I was spending 15K, what am I looking at? And then that's when you can kind of like work with a supplier uh, and come up with like an outline that, you know, I'd rather, I'd much rather spend, you know, 20, 30 minutes on an outline and a ballpark rate than to like, you know, go fully down the rabbit hole on a week of work that's not ready to move forward. Because the work right. becomes irrelevant, too. You know what I mean? Whenever someone's like, okay, they want to do this next year. I'm like, this is at the same price next year. So I don't know. <laughs> like it may not be available
1: next year. Like the, it, the work literally becomes irrelevant
0: at a certain right. stage. So
1: yeah, that's actually, that's a good point in itself. Um, yeah. And I don't think that we all, we all know that the general consumer doesn't realize that. No, just like, no I mean they, they always they expect just, we can spit they out they a price anyway they're like yeah. you work in travel you can spit out a price for sure you
0: know it you know <laughs> yeah, you all know, the but prices you know. oh oh you need you need to look but but you know right but you you know that's what I feel like they're mm-hmm. all
1: saying <laughs> like, like yeah, stop lying you've got a secret in there <laughs> your brain tells you this <laughs> uh, I also think that I mean, part of the reason I put the process in place, keeping in mind that I look like this is coming from years of just taking those phone calls. That was the only the only way to reach us and yeah. walk ins, of course, good old walk ins. Oh, um, man. I never I had do to do that. Oh God, well, I bet we're not missing anything. Gosh. Um, nothing <laughs> be worse. We'd all finally sit down lunch. We never ate lunch together, and you'd like sit down to eat lunch, and somebody walk in, and you'd be like, "Oh, who's getting up today?"
0: Oh man, yeah. you know, I would be on the other side though at times. Like it really doesn't happen now because there's just not enough storefronts anymore, but at my old job, there were times where I'd be trapped on a call for 45 minutes because the advisor that called in had someone sitting in front of them, and I'm like, please, for the love of God, don't do this to me. Please don't do this to us. I remember those days. Oh, God. It
1: was so It was the worst. It was like, well, the best I can still remember sitting there on the phone and being like, well, let's call them.
0: (laughs) And then... that was like our biggest like like then we get it and they're like um um oh the the agent's like so i'm sitting here with so-and-so because you know they're trying to they're they're like warning you of what's happening and you're like fuck
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is killing me because i could be like i hated that and then everybody around the office would be like working and everybody have to be proper because we had clients sitting at our desk and you know you'd get on with like one of the cruise lines or Globus or whatever, and it'd be a forty-five yeah. minute. The best is that oh. this is how we used to do custom itineraries. We used mm-hmm. to have to call and sit there. Oh gosh, I, I couldn't for so really long. like we'd sort of look up hotels, but not really. And then That's, you just it hope really until they fax it over. Oh my god, I know Oh, oh have, god, like, a archaic old bitty. Oh
0: god, but it, honestly, it was so funny to me. Like I like I distinctly remember that feeling where it's like. You knew it wasn't the advisor's fault because they were on the spot because someone was sitting in front of them. But, like, they'd give you, it would literally, that was the first line. So I'm sitting here with someone. That's their way of telling you, like,
1: buckle up. Can I we're tell you? We're both in though, for a real ride here. I know. <laughs> I have to tell you, the worst is when you'd be like, I have to pee, I have to pee, I have to pee. Oh my God. Oh, okay, yes. um, hold on. Oh. Un moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Let me check that. I'll put you on hold for a moment. Oh. Um, wait, I have to say, though. There's something to be said for this in some in some yeah. capacity because those sales they rarely walked out of the office without buying. I don't know if that's the same experience for you, but I I'm like they didn't they didn't come in and do that and then not buy. True. Yes. Yeah. No. That that's a hundred percent true. That's they were making yeah. travel plans right there. So the, I guess my point there is there's something to be said like grab them while they're interested. Um, oh, totally. I'm, yeah. I think that I. Would say too, like as far as when they're ready to buy, I part of the reason going back to what I was starting, starting to say here, and how we got to there, is so of course years of answering those calls and stuff brought me to the point where I was like, man, I want a process. I want I want them to have to kind of come through some filters because yeah. I want them to be ready to buy till they get to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want my time wasted uh, because that's just not how I operate now. I'm at the point in my career where I don't need that. I just need them right. to be ready to go. Because guess what? There's somebody behind you and five more that are ready to roll.
0: Yeah. So that are ready. Um. I think um, you know, and I. Th-
1: <clears throat> go ahead, Sarah.
0: I, no, I was just thinking, like the because we talk about the process a lot. Like we both have kind of a, and I and we talk about this all the time in the background too. Like kind of go back and forth on like how much is too much. Like when are you being, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of making it too hard to get to you versus like just the right amount. Um, So there's definitely like, you know, like kind of, you got to find your own little Goldilocks moment there where it's like, and that's a work in progress. Like I'm always changing my thing. And and so are you. Um, But I think a lot of it comes down to experience and a gut feeling. Uh, And I know you, you know, this and everyone out, everyone listening who's like been in the business more than a couple of years, um knows that it's like you just know you just know yeah. you know what I mean like I, mean, I don't really even know what the language is you look for yeah you just kind of I just like,
1: think there's certain cues they give you uh yeah the, some the, the language we already sh- said where there's yeah. certain languages there's certain questions um for pricing that always surprise like you.
0: yeah there are some that will surprise you if you are like if you get a request and it's to me it's always clear that they're very price cons- conscientious like like really only focused on the price versus experience um, is when they're saying things like we want something nice uh, for Ireland and Scotland they always say B&Bs and I'm like actually some, some like my higher in country houses are not necessarily cheaper than a city hotel and also like you don't actually want a true B&B like because you just don't Know what that experience is? is
1: that like um, weird but, TV fantasy or some something like
0: that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But I think in years? their head, in their head, it's always like they're using that language because they think it's something small, something cheap, and they're like, it's moderate. We want something nice, but we we're not fancy. That's another. That's a big one oh, I on your. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good. One. Uh, like we we don't like anything fancy, and we don't. You know, we don't really care about the
1: hotel, which is like my biggest pet peeve. Oh, I, hate I think when that's most that. people in travel. We're like what oh yes you do
0: yeah yeah because that's like, the first really? thing you're calling me about uh-huh yeah oh you don't care about the hotel okay 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 you don't block oh, your number you, then you don't when you call you don't like you don't like good sleep and
1: uh to eat hot showers and, uh, hot with showers good water okay. pressure and conditioner Katie? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah <laughs>
0: you you know that is my pet peeve it's my biggest pet peeve why do I have to go to a five-star Just get this, this girl some conditioner, conditioner. this is this is a basic right amongst humans. <laughs> free Wi-Fi and conditioner. Like my my list isn't
1: even that long. <laughs> my list isn't that long. Just free Wi-Fi and conditioner. It's fine. Yeah. But no, right. it's that's not true I, my list is much longer than that but I, honestly like yeah it's like
0: when people say that they're and I'm like really okay do you want to stay in a hostel oh no it's like no you have the expectations of a good hotel with a zero dollar
1: price tag um, right you just mm. um <laughs> I also think sorry I, that like I got on a tangent no it's okay uh, what I'm I'm still trying to like pull from my brain. I should have prepared better. Um, like specific ways. I'm like, this means the client's ready to go. You are late to the game if you are not sending them a credit card yes. transaction. Also, I've always been taught this. This is clearly not new news. Ask for the sale if you're unsure. Mm-hmm. End the conversation with, um. So I'll go ahead and hold this. I'll send it over to you, and then we can do deposit. Or if it's an email, yeah. um, uh, this attaches what I'm holding. Or if you're not holding anything, like. I'd love to hold, or don't say I'd love to hold it for you. I was like, scratch that. I don't mean that. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I <was> talking, <laughs> thinking out loud. Um, I was trying to think of what I just said recently when I couldn't hold something. I think I said, we're not holding anything at this time, but if you're ready to, to lock it in or deposit on it, here's the link to my credit card form. But just yeah. ask for the sale. They'll then tell you where they're at. They'll immediately come yes. back and be like, well, here's what yeah. we need to change, or we're not ready, or they're going to ignore you. And there's, there's your clue. Actually, yeah, exactly. There, that is, the, um, yeah, that's a big clue. Speaking of that, I we get asked a lot, how often should you follow up? I am a big I one do, time.
0: Yeah, I do one time. Actually, hmm, I would say I'm mixed on this. It depends on the advisor because, so you know, most of my trips are like repeat. So if there's someone yeah. who is generally like responsive becomes unresponsive, then I'm just like a little too curious. I'll do a follow-up and then I'll do another follow-up. But generally like two is kind of where I close it. And I'll actually say that in the email. I'm like, um, this actually gets a response. So if I haven't heard something from an advisor client in a while, I will reach out and I'll be like, hey, like are are they still interested? Do we need to like work on anything here? I'm happy to answer any questions. Um, Or should I just go ahead and archive this? and people will actually respond to that if i'm like should i close the file and then if it's a no people will come back and say like yeah go ahead and and close it which i appreciate i think that's a good yeah
1: no i think we've we've discussed this before in earlier episodes like you know following up with your suppliers in that sense just to
0: yeah close the loop especially a if bit. they keep follow, like because there's there's some suppliers that will like they're they're gonna hound you until you give them a firm until yes or no rid of it. Um, uh, I would but, say with my my traveler business I actually have never had a problem yet with closing because I feel like it's so f- I'm I feel like that's kind of a byproduct though just because I'm so niche that by the time they
1: get through the well and actually and it kind of it kind of goes together. to show too it's not easy to get to you not that it's super yeah. hard either but they, right. I think we're kind of similar in this like you have to take a few steps to get to me
0: yeah they're committed so that By tells the time me that you're serious yeah if if we've gone through a call and then they paid the fee um
1: that's it we're done like i don't worry about i actually it. i have had i think i've had i bet i'm up to five or six now In i mean in three years so not until, i think yeah not off a the lot. top of my yeah. head that have paid fee and not booked that always leaves me feeling awkward right. that makes me it feel is cool. awkward some of them not. have valid reasons
0: um yeah
1: but most of them, I it's think been like, all follow up and follow up and follow up and follow up, and it's yeah. just crickets. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm done.
0: Yeah. You've, you've hit way well, past my max. Yeah, you've gone beyond. I mean, and at the end of the day, like, I mean, you did the job. You know, they paid you the fee, and you did, did your research. Whether they choose to book or not, that's kind of on them. I think that's kind of like the, it's, that's one of the big differences of like, when you're so specific in what you will book. Like, for me, for destination, versus mm-hmm like because if they haven't really decided even though they they committed to the process and paid the fee they still may not be at the decision process where it's like i feel like by the time they've got to me if we're doing ireland they're like they're all in you know right and i don't have to stress on that like they're not going to pay me a fee if they're considering a different destination that i don't book because they're not going to pay two fees does that make sense no that
1: i yeah that makes sense um i think it's interesting with the ones recently that have been kind of all over the board i do think that is like an effect of the internet or instagram yeah like i think that's media. like the instagram 100%. effect of mm-hmm. they think everything's accessible and then till we narrow it down and i actually don't mind doing this due diligence for a few reasons because i've and i'm usually narrowing it down from like a super an even more broader range down to two yeah. or three yeah. um but the reason I don't necessarily mind doing it is because I can tell on the call, I'm, everything I'm saying that would normally trigger somebody is not triggering. So yeah. then I know, okay, my only option here is to tell you or to show you and you have to go with a gut decision. So we actually discuss that part. I'll be like, here, I'm going to give you two or three options and you have to go with, I need you to gut check yourself. What is immediately yeah. exciting me and what is not And I try to use words like that so that way when we're checking in with each other and I'm like, okay, how did we feel? How is this going to make you feel? And we talk about things like what is happening? Actually, this is a good example of this. The other week, I'm trying to, this is terrible. Now I can't remember where they are actually going. Um, But one of the things was I spoke to someone who thought they wanted to go to Europe and like that's how they completely filled out my form um i can't even remember where they wanted to go in europe that's terrible oh well uh (laughs) get on the phone we start talking she's like so i'm like oh so you're celebrating this this is great yeah so we can't leave until then because i have this this and this going on in the weeks before it so we start discussing that and i'm like and she's never been to europe and i'm like it doesn't i I remember saying it doesn't sound like you you're not convincing me that you want to go to europe yeah i don't think i do I just I'm like it feels like too much yes it feels like really stressful and a lot to prepare for and I'm like listen we'll make it as pain-free as possible but at the end of the day I'm not the one getting on the plane I don't pack your bags and I don't step on the plane that's it so if you are feeling those things then it is not a good fit because I said are you going to feel anxious leading up to the trip with everything else going on in your life right before that trip yes cool we're moving on to a new new destination yeah yeah and
0: I mean I think done that's like yeah keep that's going it. but that goes back to like just how we we talked about the beginning of this of this episode like learning your strengths and selling because that has always been your strength like you're very very good at reading the client and directing them to like helping them come to this the decision that they're eventually going to make you know what i mean like yeah. that person would have eventually figured out that europe wasn't right for them but you helped them get from a to b so that they can mm-hmm. move on I plan the trip. And I'm definitely not good take. at
1: memorizing itineraries. That is never. I can't memorize itineraries <laughs> to save my life. Katie and I could have done something similar together a hundred times. And I'd be like, wait, are they going to go here or there? I can't. I don't remember what that is. <laughs> I just can't. My brain doesn't operate. Even Hawaii, which I've been seven times. Love, 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 love Hawaii. I couldn't tell you. Like people are like, oh, but on this side, the, in this town, I'll be like, uh-huh, uh-uh. Mm-mm, that's not where my brain is i could like yes. pick a restaurant or maybe a key point but my brain yeah. just doesn't break it down that way but if you see that's know where my brain today. like lives in the destination
0: so i that's, <laughs> I how, that's how i why. close sales like that's where i absolutely it goes back to, back to what we were saying like you have to know your strength so my strength is like i feel confident in my knowledge of the destination so you kill it
1: Absolutely. yeah so I just uh,
0: yeah like I just, just i immediately like, because people always come to you with some sort of like pardon me for any like non travel people listening, but y'all come up with some like stupid questions. I love you with all the love of my heart, but there's there's some dumb questions floating around, and that's how I immediately establish my expertise, because 'cause I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna do this, and this is why, and then it's done, you know what I mean, right. like whatever I do from that point on, I've established trust that i'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you make the mistakes. That you might have made planning it yourself um, right and, and some of that's just like a confidence level it does it comes with time I, I, it comes with time it comes with time and i say that with that's the luxury of focusing on a few destinations versus all over
1: um but that's why no, you I need think good suppliers I won't, I, I I won't also, let you do that either that's true i think too i've actually i've thought about this a lot and i wish i could i'll have to start really trying to focus on writing this down or something i kind of put travelers based on some of the answers they say in their uh forms to me mm-hmm. they're they're into categories like i just mm-hmm. mentally mm-hmm. that because again because of experience i'm just like okay you're this category but i've never labeled those categories in my head they're i just yeah. know it by like something they'll say you just know. and i'm like okay you're in that category so that comes with time just knowing you'll hear things repeatedly from people and you'll be like cool that's you go in that category you go in that one and and i don't that's not a negative thing it's just how like i personally yeah, you're break just like identifying the, down. the patterns yes. yeah so that i yeah. then react that way to the right way to them um I, well i, know, and I that, really it, enjoyed that question i have to be better about thinking of some examples too. and then going on stories and being I like know. here's a great example of how i knew this was going to end
0: I think a lot of it really is like time and experience, though, because we, I mean, we were talking about this, I think, before the podcast, when we saw this question come in and something, this is something I started doing at my old job and I do it now, uh, particularly for me, because I don't necessarily, I don't get to read the client because most of my clients are advisors. So I'm getting their interpretation of what the client has said. Um, So I'm like picking up secondhand. And, but you still get really good at it. Like I, when a request comes in, I am mentally logging it as, okay, this one is most likely gonna close. Okay, this one, probably only a 10% chance of actually booking, but this is an exercise in teaching them how I work, so that this is investing time for a future booking. You know, it's more Mm -hmm. of like a sales process versus I think I'm gonna actually make money on this trip. it's like, I know that I'm not, I'm investing time for future trips. so, yeah, I would kind of encourage everyone to do that. Like, you just start to get better at it along the way and be like, yeah, I think this one's going to happen. I think it isn't. And then that also could kind of guide your, um, like we were talking about earlier, like how often to follow up. Like, if it's one that you don't really think's going to happen, yeah, maybe, maybe you don't need a bunch of follow-ups for that. Just let it
1: go. Right. I don't... It's It's definitely a learning experience, just... Taking the time to learn and just knowing your gut and yeah, trust yourself. And I think that's it. Take there's the no time way. to find out. Actually, in the Travel Institute's uh, CTA program, there's an entire section dedicated to learning different types of buyers. Yeah. My brain, it was like, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of too big for my brain in the sense that it was like a lot of science terms. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. I'm, sure, I, I'm sure this is actually how I break it down, but I can't memorize this. Uh, right but that was good it was it was a good section about like P.S. that's what they test on if you're taking your CTA (laughs) there were so many psych questions (laughs) oh I was fortunate enough that I had uh, my friend who's a psych professor sitting proctoring the test and I was like (gasps) I didn't focus on that um but it is it's a great resource in that sense if you are taking or considering taking your CTA with Travel Institute but P.S. this is not sponsored um they do cover an entire section on the type of seller or excuse me no type Type of buyer buyer
0: yeah i think you could yeah do do your due diligence do some research there's a lot of resources out there and cta is one and then at the end of the day like we said a, a million times there's really no substitute for time and experience and you'll learn even if you don't know what to name these buyers even if you don't know exactly what it is you'll know it when you see it like when as each request comes in you'll be mm-hmm. like mentally logging um how to best handle it and you'll you'll mm-hmm. just keep keep learning from experience just practice
1: yep. all right we'll do some more listener questions on our next episode and yeah get to answer a lot of them as always please send your questions our way and we'll try to get them all answered yeah if
0: you ever have ideas at travel pro theory on instagram it's the best way to reach both of us
1: All all right bye bye